welcome everybody once again it's the year 2021 and a safe place podcast promised you one thing that we would rid you of this horrible terminology that's been put out there telling you that you're suffering with mental health and it's at the worst time ever it's been recorded now that suicides are greater than they've ever been before addiction is greater than it's ever been before domestic violence is higher than it's ever been before all these difficult human behaviors are now coming out because people are feeling deeply uncomfortable with where they're at and where are they at well they're at somewhere different from where they was a year ago normal freedoms that everyone took for granted before have now been squashed by a government that's dealing with a pandemic apparently and what they're doing is they're closing everybody in all those little freedoms that they had before all those little ways of escaping the difficulty and the emotional distress that's been haunting them since they were little traumatized children is being brought up to the surface and now they're having to deal with the thing that they couldn't deal with before which was themselves Welcome to 2021, guys. We're back. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Well, guess what? Hopefully through this podcast, we're going to realise that this crisis that people are facing, and let's be honest, a lot of people are facing it, and let's be uh, very humble towards the people that aren't facing the crisis, to all those introverts out there, to all the people out there that actually going out into a big wide world was the discomfort that somebody's afraid to go into their lonely, isolated world now, that basically the mirror of humanity has been reflected back at each other. The people that found it comfortable before to be free are now feeling uncomfortable being constrained within their homes. And the people that were afraid before of the big, wide, open, free world are loving lockdown because they have an excuse to be an introvert now. Somebody that's hiding behind the sofa of life, peering over at Netflix, (laughs) worried to death that, I hope this pandemic never ends. It's done me the world of good. Well, why don't people think of those guys? Well, you can see that you can polarise in a crisis to a positive place. I mean, how many people use this as an opportunity? Who invented the face mask? Who got onto the face mask selling at the start? The face mask is crazy. Have you saw the? Have you saw in the labs what people need to wear to stop contagion? Leaking into the human bloodstream. <laughs> Is it like they the, look like they're going the to scuba Mars? Diving suit. They look like they're going to Mars. <laughs> yet we've been sold that face masks are enough to stop the spread of a virus. Well, I recently had a a, a beautiful lady called Karen. Not her name, but the uh, Karen's the name of these type of people who confronted me, uh, not personally to my face, but said it loud enough so I could hear that she was offended that I wasn't wearing a face mask. So. I went over to her and explained why I wasn't wearing a face mask. I can't, I can't wear a face mask. I am exempt from wearing a face mask. And I showed her a card. You know what you should have done? Scared the life out of you and went, I am wearing a face mask. <laughs> and she'd have looked at you and gone, I can see his mouth. And you'd be like, yes, this face mask allows you to see through to my mouth. <laughs> really fuck her head up. Yeah. Go on, so you was confronted by this, uh, this lady. Now for me, let's just get common sense involved, right? If you are that petrified and you know some people in shops are not going to wear face masks because they've invented a rule that... There's exempt cards out there where you don't need to, whether they're true or not. You can just show a card and you're free. If you're that scared, just don't go out. Just go under in the cupboard, under the stairs. Stay in there until it all blows over. I'm sure your husband will, you know, give you a shout. It does a great job of letting us all know how insane we are. This lockdown does, doesn't it? Yeah, 
we're we're completely doolally tapped all of us and our message is this isn't a bad time for anyone is it it's actually the best time of your life craig it's a bad time for me mate (laughs) i've got to support my family i should be out working i feel better let's really go a little stage deeper i feel better when i'm out working craig i feel better like i'm achieving something i feel fulfilled in some way and when i'm in the home i feel the opposite of that all of these negative emotions and you're telling me there's no need to feel like that are you fucking nuts well where does that distraction that fills you come from now you take work, you take all the events that you can't go to, all the pubs are shut, the restaurants are shut, all these avenues are getting closed off. So what do you need to do? You have to look within and say, hold on a sec, why do these settle me down so much? Why do I need the restaurant? Why do I need the pub? Why do I need the football match on a Saturday? Do you know what? I was in a corner shop the other day and I got uh, served by this lovely Asian lady I went in and I brought loads of curry spice because, you know me, I like to make my curry from scratch, the authentic way. I don't like to buy these jars of Pataks. I'm against that. In fact, there's a lot of people I've hit in the past for buying them. If I catch you buying a Pataks curry paste jar, you're in for it, mate, <laughs> right? So, you don't just make your own curry powder, though, do you? You make your own chicken, I've How heard. dare you, sir? So, <laughs> so, right. so I'm in the queue and I come to this lady and I've got these oh, 12 different varieties of spices to make a curry and she has a little giggle and she's like, oh, you're making... And I went, yeah, the family were all going to chip in and help out. And she went, oh, that's lovely. She went, I don't do that with my husband anymore. Obviously, he's busy now with the shop and they've been there for about 10 years and I'm busy with the shop. And I just think, you so for 10 years of your life, you've lost something that made you happy and you're blindly going along trying to maintain a shop with the some sort of illusion that one day it's not going to be worthless when you are dead. It's like, <laughs> hold on a minute. Let's really look at life square in the eye where it's most uncomfortable. Everybody's running away from death because not going to work during the lockdown means some sort of death. So when I start to approach the most uncomfortable aspects of myself, I start to have the symptoms of what that manifests out through the body, which is uncomfortable thoughts, shaky hands, a sense of urgency, a sense of despair. And you think... That means there's something wrong with you. Again, it's your body reacting perfectly well based on what you're perceiving as a threat. So why can't people go through these, what we call as mental health issues, and actually you don't see it as anything wrong with you. Everything in your body, the panic attacks, the worry, the depression, the despair, the fear, is all working perfectly based on the way you're thinking and observing or perceiving reality. Well, not only are they unconscious to that, first of all, that information they don't know, they're on autopilot, they're just reacting. The second thing is, if they knew it, like you've just told them, explained them, and now they know, what they have to then do is problem solve. They've got to sort the problem out. If you've got a problem that you're worried about, do something about it. So how it. do you solve the problem? Well, first of all, why don't you Google it? Google what's going on. Why am I missing the pub or my friends or family? Why am I suffering so much? Type that into Google and there'll be answers there for you. Won't so be? expand your awareness on your feelings. Just be, uh, just, ha- just have this knowledge that you can... Do anything you want nowadays. It's all on a video. There's not one thing that we can say, uh, have bananas got legs. 
Google will tell you this. It will tell you this information. There's a lot of people that will respond to that because they're used to getting themselves out of trouble. There's a lot of people that are used to having somebody get them out of trouble, which means in a situation like this, they can't help themselves because they've never known how to. It's always mom, dad, and life, God. It's always something that you need to get you out of a situation. And just look at the, the distractions are the problems. The distractions are the very thing that's causing you problems. It's the Boris isn't hurting you directly. He's taking away all of your distractions, which means that you now have to do other things. So you're, you're f- more people are walking. I've seen on the streets that more people and families are going out in the time when Boris is telling people in. Now, this is either a direct reaction to the control. We're not going to be controlled. We're going to go out. Or this is a, a, a personal ho- hobby that you have picked up. Because of the COVID. So let's give people now then. So there's all these different personality traits, which means they all need help in different ways. So one person will respond to somebody getting them out and the other person will respond by getting themselves out, which means they don't want to listen to you, Craig. Hold on a minute. I know better. I'll get myself out of shit. So I'm going to do what I'm going to do. So we can see all these different personalities need different types of help. So what we say right now isn't going to resonate with a certain amount of people. And unfortunately, that's a shame because that means that we we can't give you something that we want to give you, which is some alleviation from suffering. So all we can do is get some pointers out there on how to better get through this difficulty within the emotional self. And hopefully it resonates with to as many people as possible. So let's go with some five key things that you know when you delve deep, Craig, into the difficulty that you've experienced in your life. How do you overcome it or survive it or get through it? Well, one. Well, the first time that the COVID kicked in, I had my panic attack before anybody else. Luckily, I was already aware of this information. Where was the guy giving out panic attack winner awards? <laughs> you should have got a medal for that. So had this problem, was aware that I had some sort of anxiety going on, and it was how other people were unconscious to what's really going on. The government hadn't announced a lockdown by this point, but I knew people in Spain and Italy were dying. There was loads of those uh, coffins in a car park yeah, so somewhere. Yes, he was being filled with negative so information, wasn't yeah. I, I've gone through the process that everybody's gone through. I've probably just been more aware so of it. So how did you come out of it then? So first of all, I think there's... He had, the, got he had the vaccination. <laughs> I am worry-free now, guys. But that's got nothing to do with my recovery. I have a personal assistant for the Prime Minister, so that was just perks of the job. The, um, so go on, sorry. So being aware, realising, first of all, that I'm in the shit because of this. Yes. And now that does a very important thing, which is the most important thing on planet Earth, I would say. It meant that through my panic attack and feelings, I didn't project this behaviour into an external bad act. That's arsey behaviour. How come you haven't got a face mask on? How come you're not listening to the news? How come you're not doing something based on my fear and my shit? So be owning my problem. uh, Help me keep that in. Okay, so that's fascinating and quite an advanced skill to learn and to achieve. So you managed to face an emotional difficulty, which created a sense of crisis inside of you. And like we all do it, and I'm guilty of it, is with with that discomfort, we go into the outside world and we project it onto the world. And we hope that because I wanted someone to wear a face mask because I feel safer when they do, that means that I need to tell people to wear it. 
I need to change the environment so then yeah. I can feel safe. And you're the only one with the problem. Remember this, Rob. Yeah. If someone's standing there and they are uh, saying that God is real, you must believe in Jesus Christ and the stories, right? You have to accept that this person has got a different belief. Okay. It's the same as the COVID Okay, mask. so step one was just being able to acknowledge the fact that you're in some sort of a crisis. And this is what I think people don't do. They don't even... They've got like symptoms, but because we've labelled them like anxiety and uh, we've got a rash, that the rash must be, I must have used the worst fabric condition, nothing yeah. to do with COVID. We're not aware that them problems are saying, whoa, you've got a, okay. you've got a problem. So achievement number one there for you was to just acknowledge that this was your problem, not the world's. It was something going on inside of you. Not fabric conditioner, not yeah. a doctor's diagnosis. Okay, so number two then, what would you identify as a second key factor to try and help anyone out there that's suffering with their change of circumstance now of lockdown? Well, the first thing which uh, will relate to people who do this anyway because it's a natural instinct, I wanted to get out of Dodge, mate. Even though I was conscious of my problem, I wanted to get out of Dodge City. So we have a, a... Going back to your analogy that you like to use about the fire, I was getting burnt and I wanted to go away from it. So you run. Okay. So, so you so, so you noticed with one of the key factors, number two, that one of the issues was you didn't want to feel discomfort, did you? No. You I wanted not. to not feel how you felt. Wanted to feel comfortable. Now, I worked in a place where loads of people was out and Boris wasn't saying anything about how bad it was in Italy and Spain. And I thought a week before lockdown, I thought, why is he not locking down the city? Why are all these people just standing next to each other with shit information being passed out? So I wanted to get out of that situation. I wanted to go home, lock myself in the cupboard. Now, what I'm saying is consciously, you don't have to do this. There's, a, no. there's other options that are better. But yes. in the instinct mode of... I want to feel better right now. It's like, right, yeah. you don't have to be an arsehole to other people, but you don't also have to hide and lock yourself away. But you can understand why they're an arsehole to other people, because in that moment when they're vented, they feel better. Yeah, and it's fight or flight, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I just need to feel a little bit better than I do now. And if that means venting, if that means drug taking, if that means disassociating, if that means watching television running, whatever, ultimately you're trying to yeah. find something, some comfort, aren't you? Can I numb the mind? Because the mind's not in a nice place at the moment. Okay. So number three, what advice could you give to help people that are going through this crisis? Stage two, you rightly said that I acknowledge that I'm trying to find comfort. I'm trying to run away from my current situation of discomfort. So you became aware of that. You became conscious of that. Yeah. So number three, I would say, is something that is very difficult to do. When you're really happy and all your emotional needs are met, you can do almost anything. Would you mind going to say a speech? Oh, yeah, I feel really great and confident today. Now, when you feel bad, it's very hard to do something positive. Now, luckily, with the skills that I learnt, I was aware even though I feel bad and I'd love to project it into the outside world, but I don't think that's right with my morals now I've learned. It's nice. And instinctually hide away, which is just the same madness. Which is understandable though. Understandable, yeah. acceptable. Yeah. It's this process. Yeah, we've all been there. Number three, I realise that I've got to do good stuff whilst I'm in the shit. 
If you don't do good stuff whilst you're in the shit, <laughs> you get deeper down in the shit, don't you? Just for <laughs> what you were saying. It's understandable to hide away. And I was going to go down a rabbit hole of I used to hide in my nan's wardrobe and watch her and granddad have sex. And, and there's you coming out of a lovely point now to help people with mental health. And there's me trying to crack a gag about my nan and granddad having sex. Anyway, go on. So the um, where are we at? Number four. So uh, let's just clear that one up. Come on. Doing something good when you're in the shit. Do you see how... Uh, this is an Albert Einstein lovely quote. It's one of those things I always go back to. The old mind if of trying to problem solve. doing the same shit, you with, ain't going to change. With the same awareness or consciousness. Yeah, with the same ideas. Never going to fix the problem, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> we both never said what Einstein said, but we said it in roundabout ways, two different ways together. Right, so. That's probably one of yeah. what he so said. So we've, we've got to expand our awareness to give us a chance of getting out of this crisis and expanding your awareness is simply knowing hold on a minute i'm aware now that i'm trying to find comfort over discomfort so to change that i need to learn how to feel more comfortable in what used to be uncomfortable and this stage three is a big thing to highlight because stage three the instinctual dumbass you will smoke more will drink more that do bad stuff which is understandable understandable it's okay just yeah. be you yeah just be absolutely you. in a sense there's nothing wrong with it but does it create suffering long term do you ever find a way out of that worry that's it you and know what i mean is, and we're trying to offer you alternative awarenesses that might just be able to help you suffer less in the future so we say so we <laughs> so we hope yeah so stage we've got stage so four stage now four. So what this doing a positive thing for yourself is quite simple. It's like you change the mind shift to I'm panicked, I'm scared, I want to hide, I want to run, I want to attack. That's all okay. Into knowledge, understanding, I've got to do something positive. So what I will do is learn more about covid I want to learn more about it so I'm safer. I can make up my own mind and be my own doctor. I don't have to wait for Boris to say, should you wear a face mask? Do you know this big debate about the face mask? At the time, I remember thinking, it's quite clear to me, if you cover your face, you're less likely to get paint on if someone's splashing paint around. So to me, it was just, sounds 50% safer before the knowledge. (laughs) So get clever. You're being stupid. You're actually being really stupid. Yeah, but in an, it's an, in other words, as putting it, you're being really unconscious. You're just acting on your emotions. I'm scared and it's. I out think of stupid will wind people up more though. All right then, yeah. So and then <laughs> five, then just to bring it down there. So as you then come out of this beautiful place, like you've been battered by wave after wave after wave. And then all of a sudden, at the moment you're going to drown, you suddenly start to do this little sort of look as in like, God, it's just getting a bit calmer. It's just getting a, this knowledge. Drown me. This it's knowledge. like, come on, waves, drown me. And then when you, once you've asked for it to kill you, you'll realise that you survived and then you'll realise ultimately that your fear was as, of death, not anything <laughs> else other than the fear yeah. of death. That's it. You'll realise you survived it and then you'll feel so much more encouraged and stronger to overcome anything more in the future. So that brings us down to five crucial key factors to Craig's uh, recovery from lockdown anxiety. 
That being said, though, we are getting lockdown advice from somebody that's more anxious going back to work, so he's biased. <laughs> His whole five rules are biased in this case, but that's very, 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 that's very true. <laughs> so, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I'm here.